and let them rape her. His daughter was a petite person, but Steve had taught her Krav Maga, an Israeli street fighting technique. She'd used it and was still stabbed seven different times by the man, but she managed to escape and go for help. She'd nearly bled to death and would have if not for a doctor driving by the building. Leah had collapsed out in the middle of a highway, trying to flag anyone down who would stop and help her. Luckily, the doctor did. Her quick action saved Leah's life. Look, she made a good career change when she left the army after putting those two goons in prison for four years. She got hired by Delos, and she was happy down in Costa Rica, Susan. Steve understood his wife's concerns. Leah was their only daughter. She had grown up wild, confident, beautiful, and so alive. The near rape and assault on her, however, had made her a shadow of her former self. She had scars on her left cheek and neck, on each of her arms and legs, and across her belly. Unable to understand how his brave daughter had survived, Steve had shared his wife's overprotectiveness toward her since that traumatic day. In the five years since then, Leah had struggled, hidden, really, in Costa Rica, working for that charity. Jerry, who was her boyfriend when she was attacked, couldn't stand looking at her and had run away from her, never to see her again. Two years ago, she had gotten into a relationship with Manuel, a Costa Rican, but when he saw her scarring, he was disgusted by it and her. Steve knew his daughter was lonely. He and Susan had envisioned her married and with a passel of kids surrounding her by now, at age 26. She was a natural mothering type, like his wife, who loved children and animals more than anything else. Except, he smiled to himself, them. Yes, until that drug lord Dante Medina murdered the other two teachers at the charity school and then put a hit out on Leah. God, I thought charities were safe, Susan whispered rawly, pushing strands of blonde hair away from her cheek. I never thought in a million years that Leah would be caught in that kind of crossfire. Me neither, Steve agreed, sipping his coffee. But at least the folks at Delos reacted instantly, Susan. They started rebuilding the school that Medina burned down and hired Leah a bodyguard. Yes, him, Susan muttered darkly, scowling. Steve smiled a little. You know nothing about him, Susan. We've both spoken to Leah since she came back to Alexandria, Virginia, to work at Delos headquarters. Cav Jordan saved her life down in Costa Rica. Remember? He stopped her from being kidnapped by Medina. He put his life on the line for her. So how bad can he really be? Susan glared at her husband of 30 years. Okay, I'll admit that Jordan did save her, and I'm grateful. A faint grin touched Steve's darkly tanned, weathered features. You sound awfully accommodating. Susan sat back, watching a grin crawl across her husband's rugged face. She loved this man as fiercely as when she met him 30 years ago at a barn dance at a neighbor's beet farm. She punched him lightly in the arm, feeling the corded strength beneath the blue chambray shirt he wore. Am I going overboard? He chuckled. 
maybe just a little sweet. I know you're concerned for our daughter's sake, but don't target this poor fella before he gets here and gives you a chance to sit down and really check him out and talk with him. He's an ex-seal. He can't be all bad. You know, he's put his life on the line for our country to keep it safe, Susan. I can't imagine that Leah would be bringing him home to meet us if he wasn't something real special to her. Rubbing her face, Susan whispered, Oh, I know, Steve. But she was devastated by Jerry's immaturity. It hurts me so much to even remember that time when she came home to stay with us after it happened. Leah cried in my arms, Steve. Do you know how that feels? She was so hurt. She sobbed until she ran out of tears to cry. I cried with